Breadhead Racing Radio, we have a treat for you today. Andrew is lost somewhere in California. It's not here. So my idea was to bring back my original podcast. It was called The Road to Miami. I did it with my friend Garrett Byshine from Rochester, New York. And guess what? Garrett's back here today. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You're way better than Andrew already. You're going to agree with everything I say, so it'll be great. I'm going to let you go on a rant. What was, earlier this year, you texted me a description of our show. Do you remember that was? Oh, yeah. The the first couple episodes of the season, it was basically just Jason ranting the whole time about everything that was going on. Yeah. You said going what was wrong with NASCAR, which is more accurate. Correct. So that's what, it's just old man yells at, I'm not old though, like, <laughs> Millennial, and I am millennial. Gen Z yells at cloud. That's that's what the podcast is. Today we're brought to you by Cookout Milkshakes and Texas Roadhouse. How was your meal this evening? My meal was very good. I agree. The rolls were very good with the cinnamon yeah. butter, even though I know you don't like that. No. Nope. Yeah. I don't like butter on rolls. Is that weird? Yes. Ben, is that weird? Yes, very much so. <laughs> Glad we could establish that. Andrew would probably think it's weird too. So Andrew's actually in California on vacation, not that he goes on vacation enough. He had to go on another vacation. So we gave him the week off. And he's without his pool noodle. Yes. If you remember a few weeks ago, we talked about, sorry, I had milkshake in my mouth. Andrew did an interview with uh, Alex Bowman, Chicago in 2019. Pool noodle was a item for a blindfold challenge. And now I bought Andrew a pool noodle that lives here. We share custody of it. It's a really cool, really cool deal. All right, Garrett, we've been friends since 2012. Is that the right? Is that the year? I believe so. Met on Twitter. Just like Twitter was such a different place back then. Like you kind of interacted with everybody and tweeted anybody a thousand and everybody. Times a day. Yeah, there. That's where we racked up most of our tweets. Yeah. From. And like those are the days where I tweet like important people like hey could you retweet me or hey could you follow me or hey can you DM me so I can ask or just question? anything random that happened in your day like almost like a play by play of your day what were you saying about uh, early morning school tweet? there was something that at one time we were complaining about how early we had to get on the school bus because it was before 7am and you yeah, practically ridiculous. agreed with me and that we figured out that we got on the bus around the same time <laughs> I don't know how that became a topic of conversation. but Yeah, that sounds about right. God, you could tweet anything back in those days. It was crazy. You can still tweet anything now. I know, but like, there's a lot more people paying attention now. Correct. Um, all right, so we became friends. Had I don't think we met until like, like 2013 at Watkins Glen. 2013 or 14, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. It was one of those years. But it was just kind of like... We found each other on pit road. Yeah, yeah. Chatted oh, for a couple minutes. So the first time we met was like after the tweet up or whatever like pit pre-race pit road or something i believe pit road was the first time i'm sorry for not remembering i'm a terrible friend i i don't remember either so maybe i'm just as terrible well i can tell you exactly where ben and i met so that's it was much more memorable I but guess. it's much more recent that is a good point i forget things um all right so we did Matt whatever Watkins Glen, but I, I, I think we started the po- a podcast like the first podcast in 2013 the fast slap the fast slap yeah. podcast that's God. right that's right oh crazy so if i go was, home i can probably still find files on my computer from the yeah. fast lab oh my god that's crazy <laughs> so we just kind of basically did a podcast it was talking about racing was it on that like blog talk radio thing 
It was because we we could only record after like eleven o'clock at night. Why? It was what super was that? late. What was the reason for that? Like you had to pay if you wanted to record earlier <laughs> or something. So like the free slots were after like a certain oh point God. of the night. That's and I remember. I feel like it was after like ten thirty or eleven. Yeah. I, I, I remember probably the first time we did it or whatever, I was like coming home from like the lake and we were like, I was in my basement like getting ready to do this at 11 o'clock at night. God, that was so crazy. But that is like, people ask you how you like do work to get in the sport, content, stuff like that. that's what we did. We were, I don't know, 13, 14 years old yeah. and I was setting up a podcast on blog talk radio talking about boring, I was probably boring and dull. Oh, I was talking probably about monotone and boring yeah. also. It was 11 o'clock at night. But you're kind of like <laughs> experimenting, like with the whole podcasting thing, and that's how I did, and that's, that's why I got the were relatively new also. Yeah. Marty McGee, you listen to that, right? You're the, one, you're the one that told me to start yeah. listening. It was so good. Yeah. So good. And that was the pod, like, I still model, like, content after that, like, this kind of content, because I'm like, it was so good. But that's what I wanted to do, like, this podcasting stuff. It was so cool. That's literally the origins of me and podcasting was like setting up our own podcast on Blog Talk Radio, talking about random NASCAR stuff. Like that's how it started, which is freaking crazy. Now look where we are today. I don't even think we made show sheets up until the road to Miami. I don't mm. even remember what we talked about on the fast life. So when I first started working for Dirty Mo, I offered Mike Davis to like, you want to look at my show sheets that we do for the road to Miami? I cannot imagine what they looked like and what we had on them. Apparently he liked them enough to like say they were fine, but it was hilarious. There was some organization to the Road to Miami one. Yeah, I guess the idea of having a show sheet was probably cool. So we did the Fast Lap podcast. Remember we had a Twitter account too. We did graphics, and we're like, we're gonna be this new. We had a Twitter account outlet. for every podcast we did. I know. And then I started like that became a dumb thing, so I just stopped wanting to do that. And then, I don't know, we did that podcast forever, and then we started the Road to Miami. Great name. Why did we call it the Road to Miami? Uh, that was when Miami was the final race of the season, mm-hmm. so it was just fitting to make a podcast. We figured the podcast was going to be throughout the whole season, yeah. so we were going to take you from one track to another. I, I think- made those weird graphics with like the oh, road sign cool. counting down the miles. Yeah, that was cool. Every, that was our every thing. Episode. Yeah, thank you, Lee. This is our thing. Like we're going to count down how many miles there are to Miami. Like that's what we put like, every podcast. Like. Welcome to the road to Miami. After Atlanta, there are X amount of miles left to Miami. Like, and I was the one in charge of keeping track. Yeah, good. You probably fucked it up. Probably. Yeah. I probably tried to have you double check, and you probably didn't even double check, but said it was all right. Yeah. The listeners probably just listened to me swear and be like, "Oh my god, he swore they didn't bleep it. Bleep it. We're being coming uncensored." So I don't you- think we swore. Maybe once or twice. Yeah. But road to mean fuck that's not road to Miami. <laughs> Redhead Racing Radio uncensored now. Welcome to the new age. The um, new age of podcasting. The road to Miami. I think I would call it the road to Miami because the road to the Final Four was like, you know, the cool. It was big at the time. I yeah. Mean, especially after the it was whole... a new playoff format. It was like it was like the energy around that, which has totally evaporated. But like back then, like this idea of the playoffs and rounds and uh, one race championship. Was so cool and miami was i in my opinion the perfect track to host the finale it's still a one should. and a half mile track with multiple groove racing it still should host the finale yeah i mean but we don't like mile and a half facilities with multi-groove racing anymore we need narrower higher banked tracks narrower super speedway tracks on one and a half mile <laughs> with like tire wire what is that i don't know let's ask denny he knows what he's talking about so do all the other drivers. 
only 35 of them according to his tweet <laughs> uh, that was a DBC joke so I'm not going to go into that one not going to steal their thunder even though you should go listen to the podcast alright road to Miami we, we did every week I think we did every week We I think we missed a couple during one of the seasons we missed a couple during the middle of the season but yeah. I don't think there was that much going on so we yeah. kind of just brushed it off but for the most part we did every yeah. week and that's the thing it's like reps with podcasting now like that's what I did to get to learn podcasting, gain experience, figure it out. It's just like doing this random ass podcast that no one listened to that we just talked about really probably boring NASCAR talk, but like it gave you enough in practice to be like, I know how to do this podcasting thing. I remember after the first Watkins Glen race with stages, I'm pretty sure I said that the stages ruined that race. And then I, I still stand by that statement. You're the that originator have, of that idea. I, I feel like I am. And Dale said it on his podcast last week that we need road courses at least, no cautions, just race. Yeah, because it just sets up a whole alternative strategy for multiple different or multiple different strategies for the teams. Amen. So good. We remember how good we are at like controlling the sport. <laughs> we had so many good ideas that barely anybody oh, listened to. I, w- <laughs> I want like I wish we could. I think you did send me the files last like last December. I sent you all the audio files. Yeah. yeah. I want to listen back to see like what ideas we had and like whether they came true or not. They probably didn't come true, but listen to the later episodes. They were probably the better ones. Yeah, we also used to do periscopes when periscope was the thing before the race. Like I would literally set it up. I remember at least in, like when I was in college. I feel like, like we did that. Bef- did we do it before the race or before the podcast no, itself? I, to I get think questions. it was before the podcast. Because yeah. I remember like sitting in my freshman year dorm at college. Like the um, you were like on the freaking laptop and i was like on my phone on periscope and like we're like yeah trying to figure out how to get both of us in the same screen and the craziest time was the time like kelly earnhardt miller retweeted the periscope and we're like what in the world what is going on and why is she retweeting the podcast but that was like i had met her recently and it was just kind of like oh look he's doing this stuff and like that's how you get reps it's crazy that's like that doing that podcast with you really set me up for like this career which is crazy you're welcome. Oh yes, <laughs> thank you, Garrett. It's all thanks to Garrett. Everything is comes back to you. Now here we are at 23 and 24 years old, in my shared town home in North Carolina, working in NASCAR. You're visiting. It's a great time. I don't want to go back. I want to stay here forever. Isn't North Carolina so great? It is way better than New York. Correct. Correct. Um, also, the Patriots banners in here make you feel uncomfortable. Uh, yes, they do. Your phrase success. I need, to, I need to hang up the Buffalo Bills banners. Yeah. Or the banners that they don't have, I should say. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's our history. All the way back, 2012. Early days social media podcasting. That's how it all started. When it was so cool on social media. I think the only guy who's going to listen to this podcast and knows what we're talking about with the Road to Miami stuff is Davey Siegel. An OG follower, listener. That's when we all kind of did Shout that stuff. Shout out to Davey. For his loyal support. Exactly. We can start bashing Andrew now because he won't probably listen to this. You know how annoying Andrew is? Just always talking about his opinions and NASCAR and kids. And recently he's been big on camping. He just discovered what camping was at a racetrack. He's like, no way. These people like get in big groups and like come to the track and like all camp together and they like all like know each other well from that and they do that every year. He's like, it's crazy. I'm like, Andrew, this probably having the entire NASCAR history, and you just happened to go to the campground for the first time and discover it. 
there's so many regulars that go to the racetrack season after season mm-hmm. and get to know a ton of people, whether that's around them at the campsites or around them in the stands. But you, you get to know the people around you, and you get to see them at least once a year. Mm. Have you ever camped at a racetrack? I personally have not camped at the race, uh, racetrack yet. That will change next year if we go to Watkins Glen. Andrew's 21st birthday, camping at Watkins Glen. Be there. Did I tell you about that yet, Ben? That's what we're doing. Yes, we did have this conversation. Okay. Very excited. God, I am such ben, a bad memory. Ben, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. No, but. it's totally happening. <laughs> But before that, Ben, Garrett, and I are planning to go to the Indy 500 in May. Very exciting. That's true. Um, that's what the last time we saw each other was 2019 Indy 500. Such a good experience. God, I know you had such a, good a fun time. day. Why did I have a good time? Because you were more surprised with the whole atmosphere mm-hmm. and everybody that lives near Indianapolis yeah. literally goes to the racetrack and supports that event. Like there's there's no NASCAR towns I feel like that no all go to the racetrack to support something that's happening in their own city or town. Amen. It's usually people who travel from everywhere that make up most of the attendance. So I feel like it probably used to happen. That used to be a thing in Charlotte, especially like when it was a big deal that NASCAR was racing there. Indy 500, like the whole town was all about it. It was all, every house had yeah. some racing decorations yeah. outside. I bet like Bristol night race like they still it's like the town it's all surrounded by bristol like it's all about that racetrack and it kind of still is like that but it's not like indy it was just like the it's whole town the embraced scale it. that indy is yeah absolutely oh cannot wait to go back to indy 500 next year such such a good time get up at before 6 a.m to go to waffle house yes sorry ben that's what we're doing we go to waffle house before the sun rises and so we get to the track in time to start drinking before 8 a.m only for 21 and plus well, of course, right. You know, we're not we're not one to encourage underage drinking on Red Hood Racing Radio. Not at all. You think this podcast is going to get canceled the one week Andrew's not on? Because I'm talking about drinking and swearing. What else can we talk about legal? Do you want to talk about drugs? Like, no, I'm, I'm good. All right, we're going gonna to move on from drugs. All right, so that's cool. Very excited about that. Indy 500 is awesome. Cannot wait to go back. Um, the only topic I had relevant this week from the social media was did you see that nascar has struck a deal to do a documentary series about the playoffs i did did you see what network it's gonna be on i i did have you watched what network it's gonna be on the usa network very popular right (coughs) i thought you had a brain freeze no have you watched drive to survive I have. You watch all Drive Survive episodes? I have not watched all of them yet. Wow. But I do know they're on Netflix, and I know more people definitely watch watch on Netflix <laughs> than on USA Network. Yes, that's the point. I think the point of these documentary series and why the Drive to Survive works and why it's so popular, why it's growing F1 like crazy in the U.S., because it's on a platform like Netflix that so many people have access Netflix to. Netflix is worldwide. Yeah. Is and USA Network worldwide? No. But it's so, like... Any, everyone has Netflix. They can find the series on Netflix. Like non-racing fans, like I, you don't, I can't name how many non-racing people that are just like sports people in general that like sports have watched that show and are obsessed with F1 now. Like I don't think NASCAR could get even close to that without a program like they're creating on a platform where it can have that reach. It's all about the reach. Like pay Netflix how much money they want to put this show on that platform because the platform is what is doing all this crazy good stuff yeah for I mean whatever Formula One's doing with Drive to Survive is definitely working because yeah. the net, the ratings are through the roof yeah of course for USA viewers yeah. or for US 
viewership. Yeah, of course the drama of like the show is great, but just being able to find it in, on this Netflix platform. And I think my other concern about the show, like I love the idea, I just hate that it's not on Netflix or whatever. My other concern about it is the playoffs got to be exciting to like make the show exciting. Like if it's not dramatic, n- nothing happens. Like last year, it felt like a very tame playoffs until maybe the last few races. Like we need things to happen and dramatic, and not be afraid to show the good and the bad of everything. Does this arrow package allow for <laughs> the racing to be interesting? Well, the seventy fifth, seven fifty package, I think, has a majority of the playoff races. That's a nice touch. Not, you know, Kansas and Texas are later in the playoffs, so those are probably the two that don't have it, but I don't know. I really hope, I want, maybe this, doing the show on this network this year is a way to, like, convince Netflix that this would work on their platforms, or a Hulu, or Amazon Prime, just something besides just a, like, NASCAR people are going to go watch this, but I'm not sure how many non-NASCAR people are going to watch this and get into My this only sport. other question would be for this series is how accessible is, uh, the show going to be like what app are you going to watch it off of like i know us you could probably pull it up on what peacock yeah i think NBC, definitely peacock how many people are going to know that yeah it's hard to like i don't think people are scrolling peacock freely finding shows yet we could talk about atlanta repaving but that's just a frustrating subject make it a short track. there's been too many people that have voiced their opinion this past week it's about- as if you should ask the drivers who race in the races what the ideal racetrack should be if we're going to change it maybe we should get the input of the people that actually race versus just us making it up well i feel like either way at some point the driver should have been like consulted told about whether it. it's like yeah like oh we're thinking about doing this to the track do you yeah. guys have any opinions or any concerns and by not doing that they let it open to public opinion and they're getting destroyed by that and like, yeah the, the whole weekend but i don't think they're reversing it. i think they're gonna do it and then Maybe well, be- I, I don't. I think they're probably too far along in the planning process yeah. to go back on it. So very frustrating. Make it a short track. That would make solve all the problems, right? You think? They- or make it like Homestead. Hey, I'm down for making it like Homestead. Um, ugh, frustrating. Very, like especially the drivers being so outspoken about it. Like they have not been this most this outspoken in a while. And you were at Door Bumper Clear recording today. You got to meet Brett Griffin. Not Brett Griffin. He was virtual. You got to meet Freddie Kraft and TJ Majors. I did. What great personalities. Correct. And you were listening. Brett made a point on the show about 2015. He said like five years ago. Like 2015, 2016. NASCAR had a closed door meeting and told drivers, stop talking negatively about the sport in public. Mm-hmm. And he said he saw Tony Stewart walk out of that meeting. Tony was the first one like, out of the meeting. Hell yeah, <laughs> Tony. Like, and that, that's been the... like. And you like asked him why, right? Why, why are you... Yeah. Or what's going on in there? And he, Tony said he, he practically doesn't have time to listen to the nonsense yeah. about talking about the sport in a negative way. And it's like, it has, no drivers have done that in the last five years, really. It's been like, Denny's been pushing the issue on Twitter, which is fantastic. We finally get like real thoughts of a driver. But like, the fact that they kind of told drivers not to talk negatively about sport publicly, and then it took till now where they say the communication is broken down between all the parties and they have to go public to get their points hurt. Like, that's crazy. But let's listen to the drivers and give them a voice. And I don't know. Like, Let's just redesign the track without talking to anyone. Yeah, that's such a good idea. You should run a racetrack. Kyle Bush's quotes about like <laughs> brains for sale, never use design or operating racetrack. Kyle, tracks. this whole weekend. <laughs> God, I like drivers being outspoken though. 
Like, we need people like that. We need more of it, for sure. Yeah. Just let them say what they want to say. I think I say that every week. We just need drivers to be unfiltered. That was my rant last week. but They're definitely getting better at it. Yeah. All right. I think we got to wrap the show up. It's been a while. It's time for bed. Thank you for filling in. I, I got to go running at 6 a.m. <laughs> Thank you for filling in for Andrew this week. You can follow Garrett on Twitter. Where would you? Where would they come follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at Garrett B. What? What? Yeah. I can't put my last name because nobody can pronounce it or, or spell, spell it. it. Yeah, that's a good point. So. I can spell it using your uh, Spectrum login when I need to log into a <laughs> service, so thank you. Do you still use it of periodically? Um, I am on Twitter at HeyJasonSchultz. Follow me there. I hiked last week. We hiked, so I posted a picture of that. And a picture of me drinking a beer. We went to a brewery where Carrie Earnhardt had a beer. And this was not all on the same day either, and we did not drink and hike at the same that'd time. That'd be fun. Um, and the p- picture got like 400 likes of drinking a freaking beer. And Kelly even replied to it, yeah. I think, right? So my track record of posting about alcohol and getting like crazy engagement continues to work. So I figured out the key to social media there. And we also went to GoPro yesterday. Yes, I beat you. Yeah, I beat uh, all that was the... my first time, though. I improved in the second race by three seconds, so Good job. I consider that a win. I beat all the hosts on this podcast in the first race. How many times Andrew... have you been there now? Uh, three. Three. Andrew can't um, come back that, so we're going to end on that note. All right. How many miles to Miami? Uh, we already went to Miami this season. So, so dumb. Make yeah. it the finale again, and that's how we'll leave it. I appreciate you for having me. Thank you for coming to visit. Yeah, no problem. All right. That's it for Road to Head Racing Radio this week. We'll be back next week. Maybe Andrew will be here. Maybe he won't be. Tune in and find out. See ya.